0: entrepreneur on fire 792 busy people aren't actually busier they're just worse at saying no
1: failures aha moments i've made it moments and the lightning round seven days a week join john lee dumas and today's entrepreneur on fire Did you know at lynda.com you can watch video course content on your computer, laptop, or mobile device? Get access to the entire library for free for seven days by visiting lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Be there for your customers no matter where you are. Go to evoice.com slash fire for your 30-day free trial in Fire Nation. You'll get $5 off your bill every month. That's evoice.com slash fire. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Jay Bear. Jay, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared to ignite, (laughs) Fire
0: Nation. I have waited 740 long episodes to get back on this show, and I'm here for a repeat performance.
1: Oh, and Jay, you are only the 21st Ever repeat performance of the 792 episodes, but it's been a long time. It's been 740 episodes. It's been over two years. So let me take a minute here to share with Fire Nation those that aren't the Fire Nation deadly faithful that were back there at episode one to to kind of give a little up to date kind of chat right now. Where Jay is, he's a New York Times best selling author. He's a keynote speaker. He's a digital marketing consultant, podcaster, and inventor mentor of what I'm so fired up about, the brand new marketingpodcasts.com website. And I brought Jay on today to talk about a lot of things, specifically the genesis of marketingpodcasts.com, the overall trend of podcast listening, and why it's so gosh darn important to modern business. So Jay, I've given Fire Nation a little teaser about what we're gonna chat about, but for those who again might not have heard episode one and or read utility and, and just don't know of you for some silly reason, give a little more about you personally and then expound upon the latest.
0: Thank you so much. Fantastic to be back. Uh, as mentioned, uh, I'm an author, uh, speaker, consultant, podcaster, all those kind of things. I have been in digital marketing now for uh, more than 20 years and have been in marketing for 25 years. We talked a lot about that journey when I was on the show a couple of years ago. My company, Convince & Convert, does a social media and content marketing strategy for some of the largest brands uh, in the world. We have a very successful blog called convinceandconvert.com. My week. Weekly podcast is called Social Pros, where we interview somebody who is the social media manager for a major brand and kind of talk about what's really going on day to day in their organization. So if you're a, a hardcore social media uh, lover, it's a it's a great show. And I have a new daily video show called Jay Today, where I've been doing three minute videos every day talking about business and life and social media and what's going on out there. So many, many things uh, in the air when I'm not on an airplane giving speeches. And, and the <laughs> most recent of those uh, is utility for real estate, which is a brand new book that just launched a week ago, uh, all about making your marketing extraordinarily useful if you're in the real estate business. And as you teed up, uh, our most recent venture, which has only been alive for not even a week now, is marketingpodcasts.com, the first ever search engine for podcasts.
1: Well, I wish the Jay Bear of 2014 was identical to the Jay Bear of when I launched in 2012 because when I came out with a seven-day-a-week seven day idea, everybody was saying, John, you're crazy, like you're doing way too much content. Like, why couldn't I point to like the Jay Bear and say, well, this guy's doing a daily video and a podcast and a website and he's traveling around the country, you know, doing all these things. I mean, you were doing a lot, Jay, but now you're really doing it like on a very visible level, you know, with the videos, with the podcast, with all this great stuff. And to me, you're just a content producing machine. You know, you're someone that I'm saying to myself, wow, John, it's time to step up your game a little bit here and start getting into these different little ventures. And that's what I'm excited to talk about because... You're preaching to the choir when it comes to podcasts. Podcasting's been great to me. You know, Entrepreneur on Fire has been blessed, having won Best of iTunes 2013. We've now got over 11 million downloads to date. And, you know, we're generating significant revenue from the podcast alone. But then here you come, Jane. You see this great opportunity. For marketingpodcast.com. So can we maybe start here and kind of talk about, you know, why you think this should have been created years ago and what, you know, finally gave you that push to just make it happen?
0: Well, it's, it's a couple of things that all came together at the right time. The aha moment for this was, was really born out of personal frustration i 'm um, obviously familiar with your show and its success and have been on the program and there 's many other marketing podcasts out there that that i 've been on or friends of mine host them and friends of yours and so you know there there is a a basket of shows that I listen to and people that I know who are in podcasting. But beyond that, I was I was trying to find some new shows that maybe I'm not familiar with, you know, sort of like, hey, I need to stay sharp and stay on top of things. And and I'm sure there's some other voices out there that I haven't heard. And so I just said, well, let's go find some shows. And this was maybe, I don't know, five months ago, six months ago. Let's go find some shows. And so I started kind of poking around and I went to iTunes and that's a total hot mess, right? <laughs> like so unless you unless you're on New and Notable, um, or most popular as your show typically is, but once you get past that first screenful or two, I mean it's Forget about it's it. useless, right? I mean, it would be like if Google had the first page of Google that we all covet but then no other pages, right? Like it was just that, right? <laughs> that's so, a good analogy. so I said, well, that's not terribly useful. Plus as, as people who are podcasting devotees know, you know, you sort of have the business category and then you have the management and marketing category and that's it. And that's a very, very broad set of shows, right? That they, you really do not have a, a mechanism within iTunes to, to, to find shows with any degree of specific topics. So, then I said, well, maybe Stitcher has something. No, not really. And I looked around, no, not really. So I started doing a bunch of Google searches and I found some people who had written blog posts, like here's my favorite 10 marketing podcasts. I'm like, well, that's useful, but that's not really a search. And so I spent a, a couple more days on this and I thought, you know, this literally does not exist. There is no search engine for podcasts, at least the podcasts that I want to listen to. And I And once I realized like how crazy that was, right? That it's 2015, you have people spending all kinds of time creating podcasts, people spending all kinds of time consuming podcasts, uh, and and there was no way to discover them. I'm like, there's this is impossible. Um, so I thought, well, you know what? I'm just gonna do this because it needs to be done and it should have been done years ago. And so I sat down with our developers who who work on the convince a convert site and the jbear.com site and I said, look, you guys are ninjas at WordPress. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we could mine the iTunes API and build a search engine for podcasts? And at first they're like, no, that's insane. And then they took it as sort of like a mortal challenge. uh, And, you know, (laughs) fast forward a few months and marketingpodcast.com was born and you can search for shows by category, by score, by total reviews, as you would find in like a a Rolling Stone or a spin uh, or, or movie criticism. So it's working out great so far.
1: Well, I love it. I love how you can search in multiple ways. I mean, you have it so you can actually be ranked as far as the percentage of four and five stars. And again, like you said, the number of rankings by category. And it just makes so much sense. I mean, I thought I was on top of the podcasting game. I mean, you know, I'm the founder of Podcasters Paradise. We have over 1,600 members within And I don't know. I mean, like, I went to your website and all of a sudden I'm like, there are all these podcasts that exist that I had no idea of and they look awesome. And I just did a complete flush of like my entire iTunes, um, iPod account that I had and just went to marketing podcast, uh, marketingpodcast.com and just found all these amazingly cool shows that I don't think I ever would have found because the searchability, Jay, was frankly, like you said, you know, it was a shot in the dark. It was a mess. It was a hot mess. And, That's incredibly powerful. And for you, Fire Nation, that's listening. What I love about this story is, you know, to quote Gandhi real quick, be that change that you want to see in the world. I mean, Jay could have just kept complaining his face off, you know, about the lack of being able to find new podcasts and the new voices out there. But instead he said, you know what? I have the resources. I have the knowledge that this is a pain point. Let's go ahead and make this an actual opportunity. And that's what you turned it into. And Jay, you've been really a trend setter for a very long time. But you're also not afraid to jump on trends that you see that have already picked up some steam and are really rolling along as well. So, can we talk about that for a minute? Can we talk about how you view the overall trend of podcast listening and you know why you really just got excited and fired up to really jump into the podcasting world?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not really trend at this point; it's truth, right? I mean, it's there, it's math. Yeah, um, I, I've been doing my show for three and a half years, something like that. Uh, and and so I've been involved for a while. And, and since that period, I've seen lots and lots of, of new marketing podcasts come on the scene, which is fantastic. And so, you know, anecdotally, day to day, I see people starting new shows and people always, uh, you know, come up and talk to me about my shows and all that. And it's great. And the same thing happens to you. But then you start seeing research um, like the data from from Edison, and we should definitely link this up in the sure. show notes, that, that found that, look, Podcasting in the United States from 2013 to 2014 increased by 25% in one year. Right? 25% in a year podcast consumption in this country to the degree that something like a third of all Americans have ever listened to a podcast. And 15% of Americans have listened to a podcast in the last 30 days. Now you think, well, geez, 15% isn't that much, but 18% of Americans are on Twitter. And nobody's saying, well, that's a niche play. That has no future. It's a public company (laughs) worth many, 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 many billions of dollars. So if you can get 15% of the people in a country the size of America to do anything, uh, there is a future in, in that. And, and so not only is podcasting on the rise, it's obvious why that's so right. The ability, I mean, look, you know, this as, as well, if not better than anybody based on the show and the people you have on the show. Um, everybody is trying to get more accomplished, um, in 24 hours, right? It's it's the curse of, of right. modern business and modern life. Right? So everybody's like, Oh, I always feel so, so stressed and under so much pressure. And one of the reasons that podcasting is becoming so, successful now, especially amongst business people, is that it's one of the only forms of education that allows you to multitask. Right. I can drive to work, although I don't, but if I did, I can drive to the airport, put it that way, and listen to podcasts, which I do. I can listen to podcasts while in the air. I can listen to podcasts while working out. I can't read blog posts, you know, while I'm driving the car. I can't read blog posts while I'm working out unless it's on a stationary bike. So the ability to get educated while you're doing something else makes podcasting, I think, very attractive for people who have a lot going on. And the rise of, of smartphones, right? The fact that everybody can now stream audio on four. 4g or lte you don't need to be on wi-fi and the research from edison shows like a 50 percent shift in the last year amongst the percentage of podcasts that are that are listened to on a laptop versus a phone or a tablet it's now more than half of all podcasts are listened to on a mobile device in a year ago it was way 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 smaller than that And, and that trend will pick up it'll continue to go
1: so there's a lot of things I'm picking out of here that I want to kind of just reiterate. You know, first off, that quote, it's not trend, it's truth. I mean, come on. I mean, that's epic, Fire Nation. I love that. That will be in the show notes. And a couple of things that you mentioned, Jay, that I really want to focus on that's really exciting. You know, we talk about 4G and we talk about streaming and all this stuff. The iOS 8 update just recently made the podcast app native to all yep. iPhones, there's over 315 million around the world. That discoverability alone is going to be a game changer because there's going to be now you know 280 million people that didn't have it prior. They're going to be like, what's this purple podcast button? Oh, right. like it's free. Oh, I can listen to what I want, when I want, where I want. Like this is pretty cool stuff. Like exciting. And a couple months ago, Apple CarPlay announced they're going into the dashboard of every single car coming off the lot in 2015 and, and beyond. And you know, Stitcher Dash is already in a lot of cars and in, in Android Autos trying to play catch up right now. Everybody's seeing it, the writing's on the wall. And that's breaking down, Fire Nation, those last barriers that exist to actually listen to podcasts. You know, back in people had to download it onto an iPod and then plug it into their um, actual car and then turn it to the right station and all these things. That's why lazy Americans didn't use to listen to podcasting. But when you make it even to radio and is easy to listen to, it's going to be an absolute game changer. And Jay, a phrase that I love that I actually heard Cliff Ravenscraft say at a keynote, and I'm sure you've heard it too, which I love that went right along with what you're saying about multitasking, is that you can say yes to podcasts without saying no to something else. And that's critical. I mean, that's what's so important when you can say yes to, to podcasts and not have to say no to driving or folding laundry, you know, or walking your dog or at the gym with all these things. And that is unbelievably important. So Jay, we've kind of talked a little bit about, you know, the trend of podcasting and how it's actually truth right now. We've talked a, a little bit about marketing podcasts, which I want to get back into. But before we do, why is podcasting so important to modern business?
0: Well, I think it's because it is this education source that is so much more visceral and personal than than the other options, right? I mean, so I've been a blogger quite a bit longer than I've been a podcaster, and our blog actually still has a larger audience than the podcast, or, or even my other po- both our podcasts. But but still. I get way, way more feedback. Way more people come up to me and talk to me about the podcast than ever talk to me about the blog. Uh, and I've had that same conversation with lots and lots of other people who are who are active in multiple forms of, of media creation. And the podcast always has that impact on people because it's educational, but also visceral, right? It's personal. It's in your ears. It's inserted directly into your head, uh, and that's something that that blogs and and Instagram and Pinterest can never have. And and I think what we find is that more and more companies, certainly we advise this on the consulting side of our business, more and more companies are are thinking about trying to use podcasting as a way. Uh, to elevate their own game within their industry. What I always tell my clients is, look, start a podcast and find a way to interview your future customers.
1: Find a podcast and find a way to interview your future customers. I mean, what I love about that, Jay, is the relationships that that builds. And, you know, a person... A, a- the relationship that that builds. And a person I think is a great example of a lot of these things that we're talking about right now is Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income. You know, for years he was doing a blog, then he launched a podcast. Then all of a sudden, the only thing people could talk to him about when they saw him at conferences were his podcasts. So much so that he then went ahead and launched Ask Pat, which is a five day a week podcast now. So he upped his twice a month podcast to to once a week and he launched another podcast that's 5 days a week and you know he's going all in on this method and it's really been very valuable to him for so many different reasons and I know for me The total success of Entrepreneur on Fire has hinged on the relationships that I've been able to form by interviewing people like yourself, Jay, you know, like Michael Stelsner and, you know, like Cliff Ravenscraft, you know, people that I've now gone to their conferences and spoken and and built relationships and, and done some really cool things. Because of those relationships that you can build. So, I mean, Fire Nation, you know, think about those people in your industry that you want to connect with, that you want to actually talk to, and podcasting gives you that platform to do so. And what's really been crazy to me, Jay, to see, especially, you know, just having launched, you know, over 700 now and 80, 90 plus episodes ago, you know, is... The people that are now entering the podcasting fray, to me, it's exciting to see the Tim Ferrises and the Gary Vaynerchuks, you know, really just kind of go all in in podcasting as well. Like, what are your thoughts about that trend with what we're kind of starting to hear the broadcasters, you know, the professional entrepreneurs that are now saying, okay, podcasting is for me. Like, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Oh, I think it was just the tip of the iceberg. I, I actually had a call earlier today with the guys at Podcast One, who oh, represent, yeah. uh, you know, represent some of the greatest talent in the world, uh, and and what they've got cooking in terms of. You know, celebrities and, you know, truly influential business leaders, you know, creating very, very professional podcasts and the kind of content that ordinarily would have been a television show and now becomes a podcast because they have major supporters behind it, like Ford and Pepsi and Macy's and gap, right? You're talking about major brands that spend tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars on television now saying, hey, you know what? It might be a better way to go or at least <laughs> uh, an option is to sponsor a whole bunch of great podcasts. Um, five years from now, we were not going to be able to recognize the podcasting industry, wow. which is why I'm really glad we put uh, put this site together now because certainly our, our, our play is, hey, marketingpodcast.com works, so maybe we should do comedypodcast.com right. and tvpodcast.com and filmpodcast.com, et cetera. Because once we have the structure, once we have the technology behind it, uh, we can just we can just knock them out for a whole bunch of different categories.
1: No, I love this. And there's just some really exciting things that are out there, like Serial. I don't know if it's a podcast you've listened to yet, but NPR just produced it. Amazing. The fastest podcast to ever reach 5 million downloads. And Jay, that happened in like a couple weeks. I mean, that many people decided that it was worth their time to go find Serial and listen to it. You know, 5 million downloads. That podcast, it only has like 6 or 7 episodes right now. It's crazy. And you know, another story. Story that I love talking about because I've actually since become friends with this guy is Alex Bloomberg. Um, He was the host of This American Life and NPR Planet Money, and you know I was actually put in touch with him initially leading up to a creative live presentation that we both gave together up in San Francisco on podcasting just in mid October, and I was talking to him on the phone. He's like, you know, John. I've been doing this since the nineties and it's great, but you know, seeing like what, what people like you are doing, you know, making a quarter million dollars a month, you know, just having started a podcast a couple of years ago has to make me think twice of, wow, like, you know, I love my job and the security of it, but. What could I do with my skill sets in the real world? And here's a guy that just leaves on good terms. NPR, that amazing opportunity with two of the biggest podcasts in the world, and he starts his own thing, startup. And now he's just got funded for uh, 1.5 million dollars to start what used to be the American Podcasting Company, and now is called Gimlet Media, which I am very honored to say that I am an investor in. I'm excited about that. But you know, it's just crazy to see like what he's done. You know, at his, you know, I don't. I want to say like at his age but i mean it's just like you know he has a couple kids and he, he he had this comfortable job with npr and he was all good and great and you know what are your thoughts on that have you been tracking that at all
0: yeah absolutely it's it's an amazing story and i don't uh, i don't know him but i've been following from afar a little bit and you know look he would he had the benefit of working with what we would consider to be kind of the good media right a media that that supports talent that allows for creative freedom that that isn't beholden to um and marketing interests the way that the traditional media is. But even within that very advantageous structure, he very quickly realized like, hey, it makes way more sense for me to be my own media company than to work for any media company, even NPR or good ones, right? So, <laughs> um, I mean, you are certainly living proof of, of that dynamic. And what's interesting to me, uh, being a, an old guy that's been around for a long time online, this is the exact same thing that happened with blogging, too, right? People said, hey, I'm not going to go write for this magazine or newspaper anymore. I'm just going to start my own thing. Uh, and now you're seeing it with YouTube, and now you're seeing it with podcasting. Um, you know, look, quality wins eventually, and people who can bring quality to the table eventually understand that doing so directly is by far... Not only the best way to make money at it, but the best way to get your quality content out there to the people without having somebody else in the middle messing with it.
1: I love that. Jay, we're going to step in here for a second and thank our sponsors. Why are you an entrepreneur? Perhaps it's because you don't want someone else dictating what ideas you pursue or what projects you work on. Or maybe it's the flexibility owning your own business provides. I'm an entrepreneur for the freedom it affords me to do what I'm passionate about whenever and wherever I want. And with the help of the internet and services like eVoice, I can. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and dial-by-voice name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into my business phone. So when my customers or business partners call, they're automatically sent to wherever I am. Whether I'm out exploring new passions and ideas for my next project or in the backyard hanging out, I can still deliver the same exceptional and professional professional service my customers and partners expect. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com/fire now and start your 30-day free trial. In Fire Nation, right now Evoice is offering you $5 off your bill every month. Stay connected with Evoice. Go to evoice.com/fire. That's evoice.com/fire. As entrepreneurs, we like our freedom. Whether you're getting ready to go on a vacation or travel to the next big conference in your industry or niche, it's nice to have access to learning on the go while you're away. That's why I love the advancements in technology I'm seeing from companies like Lynda.com. Lynda.com offers over 100,000 video tutorials that you can access straight from your mobile device. Ready to tackle some of your biggest struggles while on the go? Now you can take advantage of courses on leadership, productivity, and even blogging. Looking to learn are some of the programs offered in the Adobe Creative Cloud? Yep, lynda.com has those too. lynda.com offers high quality, easy to follow videos with searchable transcripts, playlists, and taught by the industry experts themselves. I'm excited to share the special offer I've worked out with lynda.com to give you access to the entire library free for seven days. Visit lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Jay, I want to bring this back to marketingpodcast.com. So, You have an idea of who your avatars are, you know, those perfect viewers of your site, people that are going and using it in a specific way. How do you envision Fire Nation, our listeners, and then potentially your other avatars using marketing podcasts to the best of its capability?
0: Yeah, you know, we thought through that quite a bit when we were building the site, and there's really two use cases. One is people who already listen to podcasts. And if you look at the data, uh, it really breaks down quite clearly. People who listen to podcasts typically listen to quite a few podcasts. There's not a lot of casual podcast listeners in the world. Not yet. I think that's the next wave. But today, you're typically kind of all in or you're not in, in terms of podcasts. So if you're already listening to, to podcasts, if you're already part of Fire Nation, The same exact use case that you went through, my friend, where you said, hey, I would like to find more shows. How would I do that? I go to marketingpodcast.com and I can discover a ton of shows I didn't even know were out there. That's the first use case. The second use case is for people who who maybe haven't ever listened to podcasts or maybe just barely every once in a while listen to a show. We hope that those folks will discover marketingpodcast.com and use it as a resource to kind of fill their potential podcast feed for the first time. You know, so instead of replacing what you've listened to in the past or augmenting it, it's like, hey. There are some great things out there. And and one of the things I find really interesting about the site, and, and you probably discovered this too when you're clicking around, is there's so many great shows out there. We have 450, I think, in our database right now, that are really specific to particular types of business, right? There's two or three like amazing podcasts only about legal marketing, right? So if yeah. you're a lawyer if you're a lawyer, they got you covered. There's three or four great shows for real estate marketing, which is very applicable to my new book. There's three or four great shows if you're like in, in medicine, if you're like a nurse, um, higher education. There's all these really interesting vertical podcasts um, that, that do great that you and I don't really know about because it's not our it's not our world.
1: Yeah, and I'm even pulling it up right now. I mean, the different categories you have, you know, are advertising, agencies, communications, content marketing, creative design, uh, digital, entrepreneurship, inbound search, marketing. How do you come up with those categories? And do you see those kind of growing for this particular website? Or do you see like you kind of waiting to maybe go off into where it be business podcast or then the comedy podcast and that would break out into different categories?
0: Probably both. Uh, we'll probably add categories to marketingpodcast.com and then build more sites, right? So buildbusinesspodcast.com, et cetera. Um, but I gotta tell you, in truth, the categories have been a challenge for a couple of reasons. One, you know, what categories do you have and how many categories do you have um, is is a bit of a trick. And and so we looked at Google Trends data and things like that to say, okay, what do people actually care about? What do they search what do they search for in Google? And how do we reflect that on marketingpodcast.com so that we're actually giving people a taxonomy that that they actually have proven that they want to use. So once we establish the the categories, then the trick becomes, well what goes in what category? So the original idea was to mine the show descriptions, right, that, that everybody has in their right. feed that shows up on iTunes, right? Well, that seemed like a brilliant plan <laughs> until you realize that a lot of people don't use those kind of keywords in their show description. Um, they they use a bunch of other kind of language. And so what we are finding is, A, a lot of false positives where, where for some reason a podcast would happen to use a, a word like inbound or search, or agency in their show description. So the first cut was crazy. I had to go through and and, and flag a bunch of shows that were not marketing. Like uh, one I remember... The Atlanta Falcons cheerleaders podcast was <laughs> was sucked into the
1: original data set. Oh, yeah. I subscribed to that before you got rid of it, by the way. Uh, and it's not even a video <laughs> podcast, which seems oh, like a no. total missed
0: missed opportunity. Uh, so, you know, like there's a bunch of that stuff we had to toss out. And then conversely, um, there's a lot of, of shows that clearly are about marketing that didn't get pulled in because the description just didn't trigger the magic keywords. So that process has had to be a little bit more manual than we thought and actually going through and and really looking at, at descriptions, looking at the web pages that are tied to shows, listening to shows and saying, you know what, this one is about entrepreneurship and small business and content marketing, right? And just sort of taking our, uh, our best stab at it. All the podcasts in the database, almost all of them uh, are in three categories.
1: So I wonder actually just kind of thinking out loud now, if there'd be a way for you to now go to Libsyn and Blueberry and SoundCloud and integrate with their API, because when you're in there, that's where I choose my three categories, you know, and that's where I teach all the podcast paradise members to choose their three categories. So if you could somehow integrate with Libsyn and you'd be able to pull, which would just be from three category choices. So it wouldn't be just doing keywords. That could be really cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now that we actually have sort of proof of life like it works, people love it, uh we have traction. That's that's the time to to talk to those guys, right? Like, you know, hey, we have an idea is is not the time to to try and <laughs> cut a deal. That's one thing we've learned in my entrepreneurial journey is uh it's much easier to negotiate from a position of strength than a position of hope.
1: No, absolutely. I love it. And you guys are definitely moving into a position of strength every single day. And, you know, some other things that just come to mind too. And I know this is all work in progress, but, you know, I just love kind of rapping about this stuff. This is, you know, my passion. But, you know, a huge thing I know that I really hated about iTunes. And I know I hear a lot of people graping about it is, you know, time since most recent episode posting. Like you'll have some podcast episodes that'll just be there for whatever reason and and top podcasts or, you know, whatever it might be that haven't even had an episode in a year or, you know, eight months or 10 months. And, you know, I know that a lot of people, especially in the marketing podcast niche, are really going to be focused on relevant, time relevant stuff. You know, what worked in Instagram eight months ago is definitely not going to work today. So, I mean, there's just so many great things that you can do. And what I love is that, you know, once you figure out that kind of Google algorithm that Google figured out back in the day, I mean, it's just, you know, it's party on. I mean, you're going to be the people to, to go on and do this with the comedy podcast, you know, with yep. the NPR podcast. And I'm excited for you, Jay.
0: And we actually do. We actually do filter those out. So if you, if you haven't had a show, I can't remember what the date range is now, but if you haven't had a show published in the last, I think it's 180 days might even be shorter than that. Um, then the show won't show up in the database. You also have to have a, uh, at least five episodes live on iTunes. You have to have at least five um, reviews uh, to be in the database, too, so that we know you know you actually have a fan base and a track <laughs> record. And um, we're actually working on the algorithm right now, Uh, and we'll have a new version of the site out in a week or so that's going to rework the audience approval rating a little bit to provide more of a distance because right now a lot of the shows clump with a very similar rating which makes it less less illustrative as a stack rank so we're going to also incorporate a total number of um, of reviews so if you have more reviews you will get a higher score, fewer reviews, a lower score. It's a little bit dicey because you can game that system, obviously. Uh, but but we're going to use it as as one of the ingredients in the algorithm.
1: I think it has to be there, honestly. Um, you know, it is one of those things where there's only so much gaming that can go on, and I know that having talked with iTunes, that you know, it's it's they, they are on like the whole fake review things that's going on, and I've you know, I actually have seen many people within Podcasters Paradise, you know, get hit. Um, by trying to do a couple of things. So, I mean, they're kind of on that trend. And so I do like the ratings and reviews thing. I mean, a little prejudice, obviously. I have over 1,550. I mean, that'll probably help my algorithm out quite a bit. But I do think ratings and reviews are a good way to go about things because they're, they're time intensive. I mean, to get in, to log into iTunes, launch it, to actually leave an honest rating and review takes time. And I think that does speak a yeah. lot to the show. So I love the direction that you're going. And Jay, I want you to kind of close with your plan, you know, your plan for, you know, closing down 2014 strong and opening up 2015 in a major way, you know, with your three minute a day video show with your podcast, you know, with marketingpodcast.com, you know, what can we get really ramped up about the Jay Bear way? So the
0: marketingpodcast.com in particular is kind of a weird one because that was never part of the strategic plan, right? <laughs> you know, that was never in the five or 10 year plan. It was just like, this is stupid. This doesn't exist. I should build this. Uh, and and now it exists. Uh, and so that was one that that uh, was not part of the game plan, but I'm excited that we have it and there's a lot we can do with it. Um, so we are, are are definitely trying to add additional synergies between all of our different properties, right? So we have a lot of things that we're doing between the, the, you know, the two podcasts and the blog and the daily email and all this stuff and all the speaking and the book and, and so we've built a lot of platforms, but they don't, they don't tie together as well as I want them to. So that's one of the things we're going to be working on uh, in the new year is just adding some additional synergies between platforms. So that it's sort of one plus one equals three instead of one plus one equals 1.5. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then I'm also starting to work on a new book, a new, a new full-length book. Uh, that I think will be out sometime next year that's that's all about speed and why it's actually more important to be fast than good now. And, and what does that mean for business? And what does that mean for society? So that's one of the things I'll be talking about a lot next year.
1: I love it. Actually, somebody just asked me what I thought was a really important uh, factor for entrepreneurs. And I said, speed of implementation, people that can actually implement something at a quick pace is huge. So I love that. And of course, with uh, your past examples of, of work, I have no doubt that speed is going to be a great one as well. And Jay, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Here's
0: a piece of, of guidance uh, that, that I actually read a week or so ago that really hit home with me. And I think a lot of people in Fire Nation will will appreciate this. Uh, it's a quote in a new book, and I'll tell you the book in just a second. And it says, busy people aren't actually busier. They're just worse at saying no and it really struck me because it's exactly right and it and it made me kind of harken back to something that Derek Sivers says all the time which is you know his philosophy of what you work on which is hell yes or no right if it doesn't make you say hell yes you say no and it's really easy when people want a lot of your time and you get to a point where people say can you do this and can you do this and hey you should build marketingpodcast.com uh when you you know and and you're like oh sure i should do that and so now you got to do that and so it was a really really um great sentiment and, and in the same, um, in the same vein by the same person, uh, as a quote that you may have heard, which is success isn't owned it's leased, yeah. and, re- and rent is due every day. And, uh, my friend, uh, Rory Vaden is credited with both of those and his new book, which comes out in January is something that I think the fire nation will love. It's called procrastinate on purpose. And it's one of the best books I've read in the last five years. Uh, I, I was fortunate enough to get a pre-release copy and it's going to change a lot of people's
1: lives. Awesome. Yeah, we recently had Rory on the show and he knocked it out of the park, unsurprisingly. And uh, what's the best way that we can connect with you or your brand, Jay? You
0: can find me in a lot of places uh, in a lot of ways, but if you just go to convinceandconvert.com, you'll find all the stuff that we're involved in.
1: Convinceandconvert.com, Fire Nation, and don't forget, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Jay and myself today, so keep up the heat, and head over to eofire.com, just type Jay in the search bar, you'll see his episode 36 and 792 are right on top of each other and enjoy them both. And Jay, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, my friends, we salute you for a second time and we'll catch you on the flip side. Webinaronfire.com. Fire Nation. In less than one year, we have made over a million dollars on live webinars. In our free webinar workshop, I reveal the simple eight-step process that will have you creating and presenting webinars that convert in no time flat. You will learn the pros and cons of live and recorded webinars, the best platforms to use, and there's video training of how I set up my webinars in less than three minutes for free and with unlimited attendees. Visit Webinar on Fire today to